0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence
1: Live. This is Father Richard Kunst along with Hilary Hauer. For our last segment of the day, we are coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, the St. James campus of Stella Mars Academy. This is the most exciting show of Real Presence Live that we have in the month. I just want to throw that out there. That could be a lie, but I'm going to stick with it. All right. So I've been trying for a long time to get some sisters, some of the handmaids here on the radio, and I finally have been successful. <laughs> so I'd like to I'd like to welcome Sister Magnificat and Sister Bernadette to uh, Real Presence Live. Hello. How are How's it going, Sister Bernadette? Great. Are you nervous? No. You should be, because I'm going to ask you some really crazy questions. I think
2: I got used to you when I was teaching you. Okay. Here.
1: What's your favorite color? Green. Green? Are you serious? That's Hillary's favorite color. Oh. All right, Sister Magnificat, who's your favorite country music singer?
3: Taylor Swift. What? She's not country music. (laughs) Not anymore. She used to be.
1: uh, (laughs) Okay, Uh, we're sticking with Sister Bernadette here. Okay, (laughs) Okay, Johnny Cash. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That was a like a softball question. All right, so why don't we start off with Sister Magnificat? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Yeah, um, I grew up in Carleton, Minnesota, so not too far from here, Um, and then I attended University of Minnesota Duluth and entered the Handmaids um, nine and a half years ago, back in 2014.
1: Really? So Father Tushar was like your main priest growing up, probably, huh?
3: Yeah, for for a lot of my years. So Father O'Donnell would have been first, and so he gave me my first communion, and then Father Bissonette was there for a few years in my late elementary, and then then Father Tushar. All right, so what
1: was your degree in?
3: so i graduated with um environmental and outdoor education as my okay. major and like then gym class no like um summer camp oh
1: okay <laughs> okay well, that's much more difficult <laughs> uh, yeah. oh yeah that's great
3: yeah and then um, an art minor
1: oh okay all right mm-hmm. how about you sister bernadette tell me a little bit about you
2: yeah i'm from park rapids minnesota so just across the diocese into crookson diocese i no came to UMG for one year of college and then I served with NET Ministries for a year and was in uh, the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis and then finished school in Moorhead, Minnesota and got a degree in communications and then entered our community <laughs> six years ago. You shouldn't
1: be nervous. <laughs> you should be my co-host. I, she should
2: be the co-host. Nervous. Yes, I was
4: just going to say, Sister Bernadette. <laughs> we'll get you lined up. I'll train you on how to...
1: She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Hilary, do you have a question for the sisters?
4: I would love to hear your vocation stories. Oh,
3: great. Sister Magnifica! Sure. Keep, keep,
1: keep it quick though. You
3: yeah, like of it. course. I mean, there's like a one minute version and then like a 50 minute version. Let's, do the, let's do the
1: one and a half minute. Okay. Sounds good.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. So I would say, you know, growing up, I, I knew that God loved me, but we, we as a family weren't um, regular mass goers necessarily. Um, and so I really found my faith in college um, at the Newman Center. Um, just providentially showed up at different things that, um, yeah, the, Lord really used and and brought me deeper into my faith and started to learn so much more about the Catholic faith and realized that this is so beautiful. And um, and to serve the Lord um, became a desire on my heart. Um, and then my junior year, um, I, I kind of heard the call for the first time. I just kind of looked into my heart and realized that i think i had a desire to be a sister and that was never there before and i was like whoa oh my gosh what do i do with this (laughs) and my question was jesus are you serious um but it was also just such a moment of joy and of like humility like wow he would he would choose me um to be his bride um and and anyways i i didn't really know how to discern so then i was dating for a while and um great guy um but at a certain point um actually a, a friend of mine who was a roommate and cousins with Sister Bernadette. Um, So Angie Haas, I think she's a friend of (gasps) yours as well. Yeah. And, and taught here at Stella for a while. Yeah. So she was going on a, a come and see retreat with the handmaids. So she mentioned this to me and I said, oh, can I come with, you know, I, I'll just be the friend that comes with you. Um, but ended up having a really, really beautiful experience of meeting the sisters and feeling really at home. And the Lord just really speaking to my heart. Um, and uh, yeah. And I, I kind of drove home and was like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? This is kind of crazy. I thought that, you know, the Lord was going to tell me, nope, you're not going to be a sister, you can go ahead and get married. Um, so so yeah, then it was just a continual um, walking with the sisters, them walking with me, visiting them, and just it continued to be a place where I just experienced just such presence of the Lord um, with me and him inviting me to this Um, exclusive relationship with him to give my whole heart um, to him that a a human man is as good as as human marriage is wasn't um, going to fulfill my particular desires that he created my particular heart for um, to belong to him totally. So it's got to
1: be it's got to be a calling. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Sister Mm -hmm. Sister Bernadette what's your uh, what's your minute and a half yeah not not three and a half. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah I um, similarly had Desired marriage, family life. Um, and when I was in college, I had thought about being a sister, but didn't really know where to go with that. And so then um, after my years of college, I was really inspired by a couple of young priests. Just they've given everything for Jesus and they're very joyful about that. And so I started to ask Jesus, what could that be? Um, Is that in my heart when I was in prayer? I was hesitatingly when I was asking the Lord that. Uh, But then at a certain point, I went on a a weekend silent retreat. And uh, the priest that was walking me through that retreat just invited me at a certain point to really surrender all of those plans that I had and dreams and things to the Lord And um, so I imagined each thing in my hand as like a little box or package and physically surrendered them to Jesus, made a movement with my hands towards um, the tabernacle or uh, Jesus before me. And after doing that, I experienced great freedom and even uh, maybe confirmation to to start taking steps towards
3: uh, religious life.
1: Sister Magnificat, would you speak a little bit to what the handmaids are, what the charism is, and what the community looks like?
3: Yeah, so we started um, officially in 2010, so we're a very new community. Um, but Mother Mary Claire received a, um, this grace from the Lord to start a religious community um, who would live in imitation of Our Lady, of our Blessed Mother, within the diocesan life of the church, and specifically within parishes to be spiritual mothers in the parish family. Um, so, really, a complement to the spiritual fatherhood of the diocesan priesthood. Um, so, that's kind of our charism in a nutshell. and then we we do a lot of things from that so it's kind of like a a mom um, who her identity is to be a mother but then what that looks like day to day is um, you know if the kids are sick she stays home with them if they need to be taught she teaches them if um, they need someone to cook for them so that um, our apostolate looks different but but really the the hidden um, humble life of mary um, with jesus in nazareth but within the parish family
4: Sister Bernadette, mm-hmm. can you talk about like what that looks like? So you find I find you all in different places and it's such a lovely surprise when mm-hmm. I see you. I'm like, "Oh, the sisters are here." Mm-hmm. So can you talk about the ways that you do get involved in the parish community and sometimes that's not necessarily like right in the parish. Can you talk yeah. about the places that that you get to serve in yeah
2: yes yeah. so i have the privilege of uh, teaching at still maris academy so i uh, teach ninth graders uh, theology so usually our sisters will teach some sort of religion topic uh, mainly so that we can share the truths of the faith which is the core of who we are uh, to our young people but then also walk with them and having that relationship with the lord so then with that in the parish or through the diocese we have for instance women's mornings of reflection where women can come and we give a little talk have mass and adoration and and really just grow together as women how who are we in the in the world as catholic women and and accompany them in that um also we have the privilege of helping with rcia so we our sisters help with father rich at um the parishes here on the west end of town and And really accompanying those people who are seeking to what are the truths of the faith and is God inviting me to that fullness of communion um, in the church uh, with him. And uh, then we also are at diocesan events, so ordinations, we see a lot of people or um, the chrism mass and so again, like Sister said, it's kind of a variety of different things, but how can we um, accompany people or spend time with them, share life with them, uh, and lead them um, to a relationship with the Lord that I'm quote-unquote Catholic, but do I really know Jesus and and this identity of being his beloved son or daughter?
1: Sister Magnificat, <clears throat> could you speak a little bit to uh, like what's the community look like? I mean, how, how many of there are you, and where are you? Where are you stationed throughout the area?
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. So our mother house is our biggest convent, and that is based out of Newall, Minnesota. Um, and there are what twenty-one sisters there, or something like that. And um, so there's thirty-five of us total. Um, and then in um, Saint Paul, Minnesota, we have um, six sisters there. We have five here in Duluth, and then we have five serving up in Dickinson, North Dakota.
1: Wow. So my so my former youth minister. Is now in a discernment period with you guys
3: yeah yeah exactly ashley yeah Ashley, yeah.
1: and i think that she did she say that i was the reason that caused <laughs> did she say, is that what she said did never she say asked that? her directly oh you never asked her <laughs> no. it was just an obvious <laughs> thing right sister so, so it's like i don't okay so we, we got break here coming up about uh well we got a couple minutes so you know, the thing that Hillary said, well, it's like, oh, the sisters are here. It's like, I got the exact same idea. It's like, oh, the sisters are here. And, you know, you, you give the, the very obvious witness of your habit, mm-hmm. which is incredible, which we've lost a lot. But more than the habit is the joy.
5: Mm. You know, it's
1: like, I've brought it up to the kids in the, in the school. You might have been at one of the masses. where it's like, I asked, one of you, I asked one of you guys to stand up and I said, tell us what you own. Are you joy-filled? It's like, because you take them out of poverty. It's like, mm-hmm. don't own anything, but you're still super happy and super joy-filled. Speak to that a little. Although, although I want to give you more than two minutes on that, because that's such <laughs> an important topic. So, so Sister Magnificat, why don't you start off with that one?
3: Sure, yeah. you I, got a minute and a half. Yeah, I think, I mean, true joy is is only from the Lord. So, it's just the more that we spend time with Him, and, and every Christian, I think, um has access to this joy, right? It's not something that's just a privilege for religious. Amen. But, yeah. Um, yeah, just being being with our Lord and experiencing him with us in, you know, those difficult moments, but also in um, recognizing him as the source of all of our blessings um, just gives a profound joy um, deep within.
1: Yeah. And it's the relationship oh, with ahead. each other, I
4: mm-hmm, would think, mm-hmm, you know, as yeah. you as sisters in the convent and mm-hmm. then relationships you get to make.
3: Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. that
4: y- you're sharing Jesus and the joy of Jesus. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just, that is is one thing. I hear all the time is that the sisters bring so much joy so that's mm-hmm. got to be so edifying to know that yeah. the lord shines so well, brightly through you and joy
1: attracts right who doesn't want to be joyful you mm-hmm. you go you go into a, a, a school with a bunch of little kids you have a grumpy person a joyful person <laughs> who are they going to gravitate <laughs> towards right okay so we're, we're talking to sister magnificat and sister bernadette from the handmaids of our lord uh here in duluth and we're going to continue this conversation after this brief break
0: Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. The American
6: Academy of Optometry recommends that all children receive eye exams every two years, beginning at six months old. As one of North Dakota's only fellowship-certified pediatric optometrists, it is my mission to ensure that children are screened for preventable eye conditions like lazy eyes, cataracts, and eye turns. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for children and adults, and you don't need vision insurance to book an appointment. You can schedule your appointment online at www.lumen.gov. Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio.
5: God's blessings to all of you today as you are listening to Real Presence Radio. This is Father Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. What a wonderful gift and a grace that we have in our Holy Church is that we have a Holy Mother, Jesus' Mother who loves us so very much, and she prays for us. Isn't it wonderful to have a mother on our side, a mother who prays for us, a mother who loves us as Christ as our brother? Then that means that Mary is truly our mother, our spiritual mother. And so as you pray that beautiful gift of the Hail Mary, let each of these prayers be as roses that is presented before her holy feet, and she brings our prayers and lays them before her son, Jesus, and all of us. Always listen to our mother. Listen to what our mother is asking you. Come to the Savior. Come to my son. Come to Jesus Christ.
0: Did you know you can listen to the RPR Network when you're on the go? Just search for Real Presence Radio in your app store. Listen live to any station across the network at any time so you can stay connected to your local community from wherever you are. Plus, if you miss a program, the Real Presence Radio app is your one-stop shop for local and national podcasts, including our signature show, Real Presence Live, the Real Presence Radio app, with you every step of your faith journey. Download it today and see what you've been missing. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back. This is Father Richard Kunzla with Hilary Howard. We're coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota at the campus of St. James, campus of Selmar's Academy. So, sisters, I just want to throw something out there. I know a priest in the Diocese of Duluth who's actually my neighbor who's very sad. He's very sad, actually. He's a very sad, <laughs> very sad priest, and he's been. He's talked to me a number of times, and the, you know, in different contexts about how sad he is. And and I'm not going to name names, but the you know the reason why he's so sad, Sister Bernadette. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't. What are you talking about, Father? Rich? <laughs> Lead me in.
1: <laughs> well, the sisters, you guys have recently moved, right? Yes. Yeah. We have. so why don't you talk a little? Bit about, so you were you were with a particular parish, mm-hmm. and now you're like to to the to the scope of your charism you're you're opening up to more parishes now Mm -hmm. and so this priest is really sad because of that so speak either one of you can speak a little bit to the to the move
2: Great, yeah. So we uh, have this great gift, actually. The Lord is blessing our community with many vocations, uh, and many vocations even from this diocese. And so the desire would be that women, after they re- have their initial formation, they would be able to return home to their diocese as part of our charism. Uh,
1: so I might get Ashley, sister, back as my youth minister someday, possibly. As the Lord leads. As the Lord leads. Okay, go, sorry so, for interrupting. Go ahead. So
2: we, uh, in our previous home, we didn't have enough rooms to continue to grow really and so to allow for that the lord provided a way in which we can continue to grow so we moved to to a home on closer to the cathedral neighborhood and there is potential to maybe one day have about eight to ten sisters living there so then we can serve a variety of parishes in the city and also be more available in the diocese since we'll be right
3: um near the cathedral and in that area
1: and sister Magnificat, how's that move been
3: it's, yeah, it's been. Because it, it just happened,
1: re- right? It just happened.
3: Yeah, I think three weeks ago or yeah. something like that. So we're still getting settled in. I just had the drill out this morning. So we have little projects here and there, but otherwise it's it's um, the house was really, really well kept up. It's over a hundred years old, but it's just in, in really beautiful condition. Um, so we've been really blessed and we've had a lot of people help us, help us with the move and all of that. Um, so it's been going really well. Um, yeah, and I would say, I mean, it only took us 15 minutes to drive here. So our sisters are, are still serving at um, Holy Family in St. Lawrence. So we're definitely committed to staying there our presence um, but then we're able to serve Stella Maris and UMD and hopefully we'll we'll begin serving at the cathedral or other parishes around that area as we continue to receive more sisters um, living here in Duluth but it, it gives us a little more of a central location to be able to do that
4: Mm -hmm. it's it's fun for me to have sisters back in the neighborhood i grew Mm -hmm. up right Mm -hmm. you know a couple streets below the cathedral and um, our current home is is down the street from that and so it's fun to have sisters back in the Mm neighborhood and walking around because Mm -hmm. as i grew up we had um, the convent up on second street
1: that's right Mm -hmm. the dominicans Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
4: so it's fun to have sisters back in the neighborhood and you talked about this over 100 year old home uh we live in a 107 year old home so we so we understand that and so what are your needs what are you finding as in these first few weeks of living in this new home what what are your needs and how might people be able to help with that
3: yeah um, i think the, the main need that we have right now is just financially helping us to purchase this house. Um, we received a beautiful um, donation with a, it, it like basically a private loan, um, which was very helpful to be able to, to purchase the house, but then to be able to pay off that loan. So if anyone is interested in supporting that cause, we um, have a, a website they can go to. It's just our website, handmaidsoftheheartofjesus.org. Um, and then if you type in slash Duluth, then you'll find our little page where you can sign up for a monthly gift gift um however the lord is is asking you to support us but we've had a lot of volunteers come over help us paint um we have people helping us move electric things um plumbing but it's all very minor and so it's been very doable and um, has been actually yeah working beautifully quickly and and we're settling in very um very quickly so it's been great
1: uh, you know i I just just want to speak to that a little bit more. You know, I mean, you know, there's, we've talked about so far the entire time you guys have been on, but the joy that you exude and what you bring and uh, real assistance to the ministry of the the priests in the local area that, um, uh, you know, at least for Duluthians, people that are in our diocese of Duluth, to have the handmaids here in Duluth is an incredible gift that is, you know, relatively new. You know, when did you guys get here?
2: Uh, six years ago, I believe. Six years ago, yeah. and so mm-hmm. to have
1: you guys grow here, it's like we'd really like to get um, uh, people to really support this home. So if you, if you're, if you can even envision East Duluth, and you know that East Duluth has a bunch of homes that are that are larger, they're stately, they're more uh, more beautiful from the past. And the sisters were able to, to acquire one of those homes from the generosity of of a, of a friend or of a benefactor, if you will, of the community. On a loan, and so we're looking for more people to support that, so it can actually be paid for. Because that's what we're looking for. We're looking. So, sister, why don't you say that that website again?
3: Yeah, Handmaids of the Heart of Jesus org slash Duluth, um, and you'll be able to see some pictures on there as well. And hopefully, we'll we'll continue to add more as we take more pictures. But um, yeah, one of the beautiful things we're hoping to do is just really allow this to be a home, not only for us to experience the, the blessing, um, but to be able to open our doors to so many people and to really make it a place of ministry. So we're already um, planning on hosting our women's retreat there, um, an overnight weekend retreat, um, opening up to the UMD women um, who go to the Newman Center, having groups there, um, you know, a mother-daughter tea time. You know, just, there's just so many um, opportunities for hosting, especially in the summer, there's a big back patio. So we're just hoping that it can and just be a place of ministry, um, a place where other people can come and encounter the Lord and just the beauty and the peacefulness um, of the property.
1: Yeah, it was a real God moment that that mm-hmm. even came about, isn't it? Right. Oh.
4: Sister Bernadette, did you do a come and see? I heard you say, Sister Mm -hmm. Magnificat, that you did. Did you do a come and see experience? Do you envision, you know, is that something that could possibly happen here in Duluth? Yeah, I
2: would say maybe. So our come and sees happen at our mother house, Mm -hmm. uh, mainly because the women would then enter there after their time of discernment, if that is where the Lord is leading them. But there are more opportunities in having this larger home that we could have women over who maybe are from a different parish in the diocese and they don't see sisters regularly and they'd like to make a little nun run and and see our home and maybe experience prayers with us and and just hang out with the sisters and what what is that life like and so there's at our old house we would have that but it would be very tight and so now we have the space to really allow for that reality
1: yeah it's a i mean it's it's great i've uh, been able to pray with you guys and, and mm-hmm. that's such an inspiring thing to be able to do evening prayer with you guys mm-hmm. the the feel of God and then the chanting is something I don't I don't chant and so I I kind of move my lips I kind of move, <laughs> my, lips, kind of move my lips I move my lips I kind of put the volume no, up a little bit I, yeah I hear you okay yeah well.
3: yeah you do you do a great it's job not, entering in what yeah what? <laughs> History,
1: you're the first person on the planet earth who <laughs> ever said that
3: you're confident. That's what that's what matters most. It's ninety percent confidence.
1: Oh, okay, I'm not confident in my <laughs> thing. but anyhow. So, you have, So we have like a couple of minutes left. Is there any any last words that either one you want to say about life and who you are and what you do? And
3: I would just say like it, it's been such a profound blessing for me. I, I grew up in this diocese, and just to be able to come back um, to this area and to serve here. My my dad actually went to church here at St. James. Um, my mom grew up in Superior, and just. Um, yeah, it just had been, it's been such a beautiful, um, Place of feeling like a almost like a stay at home mom, um, but just in a in a bigger capacity. Just the spiritual reality of of belonging um, to a particular diocese within our church, um, and to be able to just expand my heart for for the spiritual children here that the Lord has blessed me with, um, and just with that, how beautifully we've been received by the people here. Um, just yeah, people are just very supportive, very. Um, warm and welcoming and just very excited to have our presence and so it just makes it so easy um, just just so easy for us to to
1: be here well we love having you I I want you to stay with us here but I've got to call Aaron in for the preview of the next (laughs) show so Aaron are you there yes I am Aaron, would you please tell us how great
6: the next show is going to be? (laughs) Well, before we do that, we do have a special announcement today, Father. Real Presence Live will be adding Wednesdays to our schedule starting this week. So tune in every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central for Real Presence Live here on the RPR Network.
1: When I saw that, I got that email. I thought, that's pretty exciting. That's great. Good. So the next show... So the next show that you're actually going to be telling us about is tomorrow. Yes, it is. Holy smokes. This is the first time we've done this in a long time. Ooh. Well, get ready for it. Okay. So I can't wait. On the next Real
6: Presence Live tomorrow, Wednesday, from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Heather Caro and Doug Weingart coming to you live from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Their guests will include Father Tony Klein, chaplain at O'Gorman Catholic High School in Sioux Falls, who will speak about how priests and sisters are involved with Catholic education. And we will also hear from Sister Sarah Marie, who will speak about the upcoming pastoral ministry days in the Diocese of Rapid City. All this and more is coming to you in the next Real Presence Live Wednesday, again, tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you, Father.
1: Now, Aaron, you would think that if you wanted to kick off a whole new day of Real Presence Live that you would have gotten the big guns out there to really, like, Push it off and, and really have well, it a. Well, that's great why we did show. the promo
6: on your show, Father, so that everyone will
1: know about. <laughs> it, everyone listens to this show. <laughs> oh, Aaron, you're so good. But okay, Aaron, tell me, tell me, what was your favorite part of this show? All of it. It's all good, Aaron. That is a lame. That's like so saying the that's answer. like kissing your sister again. That's such like a weird analogy. You always you say I know, that multiple but, times, but it's you so can't weird. you can't say that. <laughs> what was the favorite part of the show?
6: I always enjoy straight talk. I guess okay. that's all, that, I guess
1: does that answer your question? How, how did How did Hillary do for her first time? Oh, great! She did awesome. Okay, can we talk afterwards? Thanks, Aaron. Absolutely. Can we talk privately afterwards about that, Aaron? Okay. No, I'm just teasing. About how great she was? Yes, we can certainly yes. talk oh, about yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. Thank you very much, Aaron. You're welcome. All right. Hillary. Yes. How has it been? She's. This is her first time co-hosting.
4: It's been great. It got really, really bright around 1030 when our sisters oh, oh,
1: were next to
4: us.
1: So, well, I mean, uh, it's been good having you, Hillary. I have to say, sisters, how do you think she's done?
3: Great. Fantastic, she, Hillary is just such a beautiful woman of the gospel. I just have to say, she is a bright light here. Thank you. People on the Thank
1: radio you. can't see me roll my eyes, but no, I'm going to say nice things about Hillary. So, okay, so did you? Were you guys listening on the way over?
3: No, we were yeah. listening. We were waiting.
1: Oh, that's right. you were over. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, all right. So, anyhow, so this has been good. Thank, what was the thank favorite Thank you, sisters. Part of your, our, my favorite part is three? having you here. It's Hillary, we're about to end now. So it's so like thank you everybody listening out in Radio Land. It's been a great show and we're gonna end with a prayer, okay? In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the success of this show. We pray for the guests that we've had, especially our two sisters here and Hillary, but especially special blessing on all those that were listening. So continue listening and we'll be back here on Real Presence Live, at least I will, in a month. God bless everybody.